Welcome back, friends and frenemies, to the I'm Open Podcast. We are working with so much hot fire today. Smokey the Bear officially hates us. We're going to be talking about whether or not it's a good idea to bring your mom to your workplace. Is WWE wrestling actually harder than real fighting? And can LeBron James see into the future? All that and so much more coming up next on the I'm Open Podcast. So today we're starting off the show in Chicago, Illinois, with Chicago Bulls. Now, the Bulls, they've been on the show already this season. They've been an appearance on the I'm Open podcast, not for the best reasons. Two of their teammates, Nikola Mirotic and Bobby Portis, got into a fight during practice. It ended with Bobby punching Nikola in the face, breaking his jaw, and Nikola actually had to miss a bunch of games to start the season, but he came back, and now they're playing great, and they're even high-fiving each other and having a great time playing together, if you would believe it, after punching and fighting each other. It's incredible. It's incredible. So the Chicago Bulls, they're feeling warm and fuzzy now. They actually won a couple games. They're not fighting anymore. They're high-fiving. They're joking. They're laughing. So they kept this ball of positivity rolling. What they decided to do, they decided to have a take-your-mom-to-work day. This wasn't just a day, though. This was really a take-your-mom-to-work weekend in which the Chicago Bulls flew the players' moms with the team from Chicago to New York. They got to enjoy the plane ride with their sons. They got to stay in the same hotel as their sons. They got to have dinner with them. They got to even watch practice, obviously watch the game, which the Bulls won. Congratulations. There haven't been too many of those this season. And, of course, they had a spa day. They got treated real nice by the team on the trip. That is awesome. That is really awesome. I personally, I love my mom. She's a great lady. I'm sure all these young men love their mom as well. And I actually have uh, some proof here. Here's Justin Holiday. He says, it's been obviously great. A great experience for them, first of all, to be able to travel the way that we do and things like that be taken care of. But it's been good for me to be able to spend time with my mom because I don't see her much, obviously, because of my job. That's nice. He loves getting to spend time with his mom. He's not the only one who's happy about it. Quincy Pondexter's mother, here's what she had to say. Everything has been first rate, first class. This is one of the highlights of my life because we've never been treated like this before. With my son being in the league for eight years, he's been with a few different teams. No other team has done this. Being able to meet the other mothers, being able to sit back and us all enjoy each other. We had a wonderful time this morning. We got facials, we got massages, so we are loving this. That sounds great. I'm glad they're loving it. I'm glad there's so much love around the Bulls after they started off with with not so much love, with maybe a little animosity to start the season. I don't have any problem with moms. I love moms, as I mentioned. But that sounds absolutely terrible. That sounds terrible to me. I, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me to have your mom there with you at, at work for like a whole weekend? 
Of your mom there? That sounds dreadful. Oh, my God. I, I, like I said, I love my mom. I don't want anybody to clip this, send it to my mom, and make her think I don't love being with her. Because I do. She's a great lady. But I don't want her the whole three, four days, who knows how long the trip was, watching me at work, hanging out with all my colleagues' moms, being there the whole time. No, no. Maybe a team lunch with the mom. That's it. That's all I want. I don't want to have... Good God. I, I can just imagine when, when Coach uh, Fred Hoiberg, when he went into the locker room, Hi, fellas. Well, uh, what, what we're going to do is something real special this weekend. And uh, we're bringing everybody's mom. I'm just imagining these guys. It's one of those ideas that sounds good off the bat, but then once you're actually on the plane, your mom's like, oh, let me sit next to you, baby. Did you pee? Did he have a nice pee-pee before he got in the plane? Okay, good. Don't forget your seatbelt. Okay. I got your favorite I got your favorite cheese and crackers. I got almonds. Because they're a healthy it's a healthy snack with low sodium. Oh my god, that just sounds awful. I'm imagining I'm imagining them sitting next to their mom mom on the plane. You know, Quincy, you already watched two movies, so you shouldn't really watch another movie on the plane that's two movies in one day. Why don't you read a book? Why don't you read a book or something or we can do a Sudoku together and hold hands? Uh Denzel? Denzel, honey, you're listening to your music a little too loud. Could you turn that down? Your ears are gonna be damaged, baby. Turn your music down so you don't damage good or turn you know what? This is vulgar. This music is so vulgar. Do you always listen to this? They're talking terrible things about about women. Oh, no. Then they're down at the team dinner. Robin, you make sure you get some more salad. If you're going to get some more mashed potatoes and chicken, you need to make sure you're getting, you're getting some more salad, okay? Okay, Antonio, one dessert. You're allowed to have one dessert. And then you're going up to bed, okay? Because it's already past 10 o'clock, and you can only just one dessert, and then it's bedtime. Bobby, you have a little, sh- you have a little sauce. You have a little sauce on your face. Get some sauce on your on your side of your. Here, let me get let me get that for you, baby. Okay, good. I mean, oh my God, that just sounds awful. I I kind of you know now that I think about it more, I feel like the coach and the and the management of the team might actually be doing this to punish the players. Like, okay, y'all think it's fun to fight, y'all think it's fun to lose every other game, and just, okay, we'll see, we'll see how you act when your mom's here. We'll see how you guys act. We'll bring your mom for the whole damn weekend, see how you guys like that. See if you guys keep fighting and punching each other then. I can just imagine the moms talking to each other. You know, it's something things as teammates, I'm sure they share a lot, but I'm sure, like, they don't want each other to know every single thing they're thinking. It's like any coworker, right? It's like any coworker. It's not like they're all best friends. People try to make it seem like athletes should be best friends with their teammates. That's not realistic. That's not realistic. People are friends with probably a couple other people who they can relate to, who they get along with, who have similar interests. But just because they play basketball doesn't mean they're all going to be best friends. It's like any workplace. Different people get along with different people. I would just, My greatest fear would be my mom. You know, uh, you're Denzel's mom, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I just wish Denzel would pass to my son a bit more. He doesn't really pass. Doesn't pass to my son. Yeah. They could, the moms could, could start some new fights. They could start some new fights in between the team. Right? Maybe your mom's dishing out your, your secret things and you don't want anybody else to know. You know, Zach, it's so funny. He doesn't even know how to clip his own toenails. I still have to do that for him. 
then soon enough, that's getting back, whisper down the lane, soon enough, your teammates are, are just roasting you, because you don't know how to clip your own toenails, and you know what, that all could have been avoided if your mom didn't come on the trip, so I gotta say, Bulls, thanks for appreciating moms, it's never a bad time to appreciate moms, moms are their best, they are. If my mom was with me for three or four days at work, I would go crazy. I would go absolutely insane. I might quit my job before the, the mom's weekend was even done because I don't think I could handle that. Many of y'all might have heard of Ronda Rousey. She is one of the greatest female athletes of her generation. She was a dominant UFC with MMA fighter, and she almost never lost until she started losing. Then she retired, but for the long time, for a long time, she almost never lost, and she was really great at her job at her sport she would get these girls in an arm arm bar or something rip out to dislocate their elbow or, or something like that and then they would just basically tap out and quit so they wouldn't get their elbow ripped out and it basically worked over and over and over again for a long time and she was dominant she was at the top of her game but recently Rhonda has retired she's been chilling and she's had some time off but rumor has it she is considering a comeback and not to MMA, not to UFC, because I don't think she's really trying to get punched in the face too many more times. But Ronda is actually considering parlaying her fame as a UFC fighter to joining WWE Wrestling. Now, I think this is a great move for Ronda. She's already super famous. A lot of folks who like MMA and like UFC probably also like wrestling, worldwide wrestling. WWE. I'm not saying everybody does. So I'm just saying there might be some overlap there. So Ronda's probably already going to have a big following if she decides to go WWE. And I'm sure a lot of people would watch her in WWE who maybe didn't even watch WWE before just because maybe there were Ronda, Ronda fans through her, her work before this. But some folks in WWE, they're starting to have their doubts about whether Ronda can make it. We have a gentleman, Enzo Amori, and he said, she's in for a rude awakening. You ever been put through a cable, slammed on concrete? It's a different ball game. Okay, Enzo, I appreciate you talking a big game, but it's fake. It's fake, dog. Okay? We all know it's fake. So he just said, have you ever been fake slammed through a table? Fake slammed on concrete? I mean, come on, man. Come on. 
It's just a little. It's like it's like D-list acting. That's that's the type of talent it takes. Okay, bodybuilder mixed with D-list actor. That's the criteria to be a WWE type wrestler. Rock the Rock was too good of an actor. That's why he dipped out. He was his acting was too talented. Many many of you guys might not think the Rock is the best actor, but that proved my point. He was too talented an actor for WWE. That's why he had to get out of there to start making movies with Kevin Hart. So I just think this is silly. I think this is very silly. I, th- I think maybe maybe the WWE folks feel a little bit threatened because they know Ronda could be one of the biggest superstars out there and they don't want her to take their shine. That's the only real explanation I can think of because don't tell me that she's in for a rude awakening. Look, she's literally gotten punched in the face like a bun- like hundreds of times. That's To me, that's a ruder awakening than like, hey, so first, I'm going to grab you and lift you over my head. Then, you jump over me, you kick me in the face, fake, do it fake though. Then I'll punch you in the stomach, but it's going to be fake. It's going to be fake. Then I'll throw you through the fake table. Okay, no, you know, I think she can handle it. I think she can handle it. Okay, so Rhonda, she's already been meeting with Triple H, who is a big WWE superstar of the 90s he's now in the sort of executive position and he's been meeting with Rhonda talking out the possibility of them working together her coming on to WWE that's one of their new superstars that's the funny thing they don't even call their actors see I'm calling them actors not athletes and they don't call them athletes either they call them superstars okay so that just tells you Enzo whoever the hell you are she's not in for a rude awakening she's done much much harder training than you have to do already. So trust me, this is going to be cake, baby. This is going to be easy for Rhonda. I'm not even worried about her. And it seems like you might be. So Rhonda, don't let these people shake you. You, you can go ahead and dominate WWE. I think that's a great idea. I've been trying to investigate. I've been trying to figure out. I know it's a tall task and this takes some real deep diving, but I've been trying to figure out who is LeBron's number one fan. Who is the person who loves LeBron James the most? Who's the person who loves LeBron James the most in the entire world? And it's been a long process. It's been a long, long investigation, but I'm pretty sure I finally put a finger on it and I think I finally figured it out so ladies and gentlemen lebron james his number one fan worldwide is lebron james yep that is absolutely right you heard me right lebron james is his own number one fan and look can you really blame him can you really blame him he's a boss he puts his team on his back no matter whether he is in cleveland miami or back in cleveland so i don't blame him i would be my own biggest fan if i was him as well and this is kind of how i found out he posted for himself just a couple days ago a post to himself on his instagram he said 
King James want to be one of the first to congratulate you on this accomplishment slash achievement tonight that you'll reach. Only a handful has reached slash seen it too. And while I know it's never been a goal of yours from the beginning, try, please try to take a moment for yourself on how you've done it. And it goes on and it goes on. And at the end it says... When you finally get your moment alone, to yourself, smile, look up to the higher skies, and say, thank you. So with that said, congrats again, young king, one love, hashtag, strive for greatness, hashtag, the kid from Akron. That's pretty dope. LeBron James is his own biggest fan, and I think that is awesome. That is awesome. I got just got a couple questions here. First of all, what's so dope? I want to congratulate you on the accomplishment that you'll achieve tonight. He's already predicting the achievement for himself, congratulating himself, knowing that he's going to do it. Ahead of the fact. What a boss. What a boss. That's thinking positively. People are trolling LeBron for talking to the third person, congratulating himself. Go ahead, LeBron. Go right ahead, man. He's already predicting. That's like, I'm going to write myself a note. Congratulations, David, on the promotion and raise you are about to receive. And then, boom, like, believe it, you'll achieve it. I think that is awesome. I think that is awesome. I love LeBron's style. Now, I'm also wondering, though, look up at the higher skies. I feel like the sky, when you're looking at the skies, that's, about, that's as high as I can look. Now, either LeBron James has some sort of special x-ray vision that's even helping him look even higher into the sky than most people can but look into the high like i don't know how high his eyes can even look because when i look into the sky that's basically as high as, as i can go and i feel like if you if you try harder your eyes might burn or, or, or fall out or something so lebron be careful with your eyesight because we need you to we to, to, to be able to see on the basketball court all right man but if you do have some secret like the highest skies that you're able to see that's dope. LeBron has a serious career in like bird watching or something after he hangs up his sh- his basketball shoes. Cuz that's crazy. The other thing that I think is interesting, he has a strive for greatness and then he has a little rocket ship emoji next to that. So it's hashtag strive for greatness rocket ship. Conspiracy theory over here. Some people have been wondering if LeBron might be interested in going down to Houston to play with the, the Rockets next season, they have James Harden the Beard, who should have been MVP last year. Good chance he could be MVP this year, and he's one of the best players in the world. They also have Chris Paul, who's one of LeBron James' best friends in the world, and both of them play on the same team. Guess what that team is? Houston Rockets. So I wonder if he has strived for greatness with a rocket next to it, is that a, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just saying, I'm not saying, I'm just saying, is LeBron trying to drop a hint that he's striving for greatness as a rocket? I don't, I don't know what that even is, but like, I want to congratulate you, but it's him, so he doesn't even say I want to congratulate myself, he's calling himself you, which I don't, is that even third person, it's like, what is that, second person, I don't even know. It's it's cool, but I just hope the most important thing about this and the thing I'm really going to take away from this is the confidence that LeBron has in himself. And I think and I wish 
that we could all learn that from LeBron. I wish we could all have that same confidence in ourselves because let's be honest, if you're not going to be your own biggest fan, nobody else is going to be. All right, if you're not going to be your own biggest fan, nobody else is going to believe in you because you have to know what you are capable of before you prove it to the world. You have to believe that you can do it. And I think that's really the beauty in LeBron's message. And that's the beauty in his voyage growing up, like he said, the kid from Akron, now to be the king of basketball. And he couldn't have done that. Obviously, he had a lot of help along the way, and he also has a lot of talent. But he could not have done that if he did not genuinely believe that he was the best and that he could be the best. So I just want everybody in the I'm Open family to take note of that and to really try to instill that into their own lives. Because if you think you're the best, if you think you can achieve, achieve anything, then other people will start to believe that too. And you don't have to prove it to yourself. You'll just have to prove it to the world. So I think if everybody believed in themselves like LeBron believes in themselves, this world might be a better place and this world might be a happier place. So way to go, LeBron James. Congratulations. He was congratulating himself on being just the seventh player ever in the history of the NBA to score over 30,000 points. That's a lot of buckets. So before we go, we're going to do something what we do every single episode here on the I'm Open Podcast, something that's very special to us and something that we can't forget. That's to give out our Mask Off Award. And that goes to somebody who has taken their mask off, so to speak, an athlete or sporting figure, figure in the sports world, who has taken their mask off and revealed something new about themselves that we didn't know before. Now, of course... This segment is inspired by none other than Future, the one and only Future. Thank you, Future, for everything you do for us. I don't want to leave the suspense building any longer. This week, our Mask Off Award goes to Landon Donovan. Landon Donovan. I think the name might ring a bell. You might not remember. You might remember. It's okay if you don't. 
He played for Team USA for a while. He was one of our best soccer players that we had for the team. And he was one of the faces of the Team USA soccer program in its mediocrity. So Landon, he was a little sour a couple years ago when he actually was not asked to return to play in the World Cup. He didn't make the squad. And he was a little angry about it. He has his feelings a little bit hurt. And since then, he's actually retired from soccer. And he's been talking all sorts of smack. Saying all sorts of stuff about Team USA. How they don't care about this country. How they don't care about representing America. How they don't play soccer the right way. Here's the thing. This sounds like somebody who's a little sour. That he got kicked to the curb. Because the truth of it is, Landon... They didn't need you, and they didn't want you, okay? And they still suck, and you can't even make the damn team, okay? So you're trashing these guys who made Team USA soccer instead of you saying they don't care about soccer, they don't know how to play soccer, they're not good, they don't represent USA, whatever. They're still better than you, dog. They're still all better than you. So to me, that sounds like somebody who's a little sour and who just can't get over it, who can't admit that he lost it. And let's be honest, Landon, you were never that nice. You were never that nice. It's r People like you are the reason USA soccer is never going to compete with Brazil, France, England, Italy, all those. Because as long as we have puny little dweeby suburban boys who are superstars of our soccer team, no, man, we're not, that's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it, Landon. Okay, just listen to the way Landon Donovan talks for two seconds and let me know if you think this sounds like somebody you want to be the face of any sport, any sport, representing this country. Based on my preparation for the camp, based on my fitness, based on my workload, based on um, the way I trained and played in camp, uh, I thought I was in contention to be starting. And so that's why... This has all been uh, pretty disappointing. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. I, I've okay, I think that's enough. I think, it's, I think we get it, right? That's probably enough. Okay? Jesus. So, I didn't even get to the reason. That's just the backstory, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even get to the real reason Landon is going to be our mask-off performer this episode. And, look, he, Landon has been retired. He's been saying all sorts of pouty stuff about how they're not as good as he used to be. Well, guess what, Landon? Neither are you. And you weren't even ever that good in the first place. Anyway, he misses it. He misses the game. He misses the smell of fresh cut grass and the fresh rubbery kick of the ball against his shin. So, Landon has decided to come out of retirement and get back into the game. And he's going to start playing for Leon in the Mexican League, Liga MX. Now guess what, Landon? Nobody gives a shit. No one cares. Okay? What did you expect us to do, Landon? Have some sort of a parade or, or what, make you a cake? I mean, we're trying to send you the message, you're not on the team, we don't need you anymore, just just hang it up, man. What? Just Just give it a break, Landon. The sad thing about it is, the MLS, which is the soccer league, major league soccer in the United States, isn't even very good. It's not very good. It's like minor leagues. And you couldn't even make MLS, Landon. You, so you had to go to Mexico. 
didn't you see on your drive down to Mexico, the whole traffic's going the other way, man. They're driving the wrong way, Landon. Like, everybody's trying to drive out of Mexico. Meanwhile, Landon's just cruising. He's got the whole fucking four-lane highway to himself. We'll enjoy it, man, because, oh, my God. You know Landon's wife was probably like, really, honey? Is this a joke? You pranking me? No, honey, we're, we're moving to uh, Leon, Mexico. It's going to be great. So I can recapture my glory. It's an absolute waste. Nobody cares, Landon. Just call it quits. When you had the chance, now it's going to be all dragged out. And people are going to see. Guess what they're going to see? You still suck. I think he was hoping that he would get some fanfare. And he was hoping that people would be excited that he was going to come back. I'm not excited about this. I'm really not excited about this. And I don't really think anybody is, to be honest. There's probably like six people who 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 are excited about it. I mean, I think I'm probably more excited to go to work tomorrow than I am to see Landon Donovan play soccer. Well, okay. It's probably like a tie. It's probably like a, an even tie. But still, I'm probably more excited when I get into the metro and it's like two minutes until my train's arriving. That's way more exciting than watching Landon Donovan play soccer. That's way better. I'm more excited when I have like a fresh, fresh sock drawer with like all clean socks. And I just know I'm going to have socks for like two weeks, no sweat, plenty of socks. That's way more exciting than having Landon Donovan come back and play soccer. I'm way more excited when I leave a restaurant and then they have like mints and toothpicks for free you can get on the way out. And then maybe like a matchbox too, just for the hell of it, even though I don't really need it, but you'll just take it because it's free. That's definitely way more exciting than Landon Donovan and anything he's doing. You know, I was probably more excited when Landon Donovan retired than I was when I heard he's coming back. So you know what, Landon? Why don't you spare us? Okay? Either way, I have a feeling it's going to be pretty quick before he realizes that uh, he was really meant to be retired. Thanks again for listening to the I'm Open podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a rating. Five stars, please. And tell all your friends to listen as well. Have a great night, everybody, and don't forget to stay open.